0: Hey y'all, Space 220, the new Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, a new dining location at Disney Springs, and so much more. So come on and check out today's episode with us. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so happy to be here recording this today. Um, A lot of things I'm excited to get into, restaurants that are opening, rides that are opening, lots of new things happening at Disney. Like always, (laughs) you could miss out a week on paying attention to what's going on down there and they have 15 new things popping up so it's always good to try to catch up and that's hopefully what we're doing here for you is bringing that information right to you. Uh, Hope everyone had a great weekend, I know Monday mornings are a little tough sometimes um, Monday afternoons thinking about the rest of the week you got ahead of you but maybe we can help that a little be a little less hectic a little stressful by just taking a break and unwind and listening to us talk about my favorite place and I'm assuming must be pretty high up there for you too if you're listening the wonderful Disney World let's start by getting into Space 220. Space 220 is an upcoming restaurant at Epcot um, it was slated to be opened winter of 2020. Uh, we just recently found out that now it will be spring of 2020. Which, I, I'm hearing rumors of March, April. Uh, they haven't confirmed anything, but you still can't make reservations. So, I think that's kind of the window everyone's looking at. But, don't be surprised if it runs a little later than that. Um, at this restaurant, it's going to be something like Disney's never done before. Uh, when you check in for your reservation, you will board a special elevator that will, as they say, ascend to the stars. Um, along the way, there's viewports that will give you a, kind of an aerial view of Epcot as you travel high above the planet. I, I'm not really sure how they intend on doing that. I don't know if it's just going to be digital screens with what looks like you leaving from above, above Disney World. Or if there will be like real-time, you know, footage of Epcot and above it. I'm not quite sure yet. They haven't went that far into detail, but it sounds pretty neat. Uh, the food will consist of modern American cuisine. Uh, I think their big thing that are advertising here is more than a thousand bottles of wine for your selection and a ton of craft beers. So there's definitely a presence of. Alcohol at this restaurant for those of you who like to have a drink with your dinner uh, there Shouldn't be any shortage of that there the food I'm, I'm hearing that it's gonna be you know on the high end of what you can expect at a restaurant at Disney uh, American cuisine, I'm gonna assume steaks and whatnot most rest- restaurants at Disney do have steak so and just just American food So maybe a little twist on that It's probably going to be very difficult to get a reservation at this restaurant once it does get open. Um, It's something so different that I expect a lot of people to want to be checking this out. Uh, That being said, the whole restaurant is space-themed. Every window in the restaurant will appear to look out on the galaxy and outer space. So... If you're somebody who gets kind of claustrophobic or anything like that, might not be the best restaurant for you. I don't know how everybody feels about walking around and only seeing what appears to be outer space. And I have a good I- idea that Disney will try to sell this, and that's the whole theming of the restaurant. So don't don't be surprised if you do feel like you're high above the earth. <clears throat> but that might not be for some people. So, But if you're interested, keep checking up, keep looking out, because... I will imagine that once these reservations come up, they're going to fill up really quickly. Keep in mind, us here at The uh, Wonderful of Mouse, we work with Let It Go Journeys, so if that's something you want, we're always here to help you out and try to find the earliest reservation for you and see what we can find up what pops available when there's cancellations. So we're here for you if you need any help planning your trip with that. After that, I want to step on over to the Gardens of the Galaxy Roller Coaster. This is going to be called the Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It is an indoor enclosed roller coaster that is being built in the Epcot theme park as we speak. They just recently showed some carts not too long back of what your cab would actually look like and they're pretty pretty cool looking they seat about four people with an over the shoulder head restraint so i'm assuming this should have a little bit of speed to it if that's the kind of harness you're strapping in for but it is going to be on what they call an omni coaster ride system which is where the cab can rotate 360 degrees so i'm not sure if you're going to be riding this roller coaster like a space mountain all at the same time while the Cart can rotate. That sounds crazy to me. Sounds crazy, and I'm sure with all the technology and special effects Disney has now, there won't be any issue of selling this as something awesome. Because I'm already looking forward to it. Uh, but that's not supposed to be around till about 2021 at Epcot, but around the time that Disney is doing all their 50th anniversary for the Magic Kingdom stuff. Also, it is rumored to be one of the longest. Enclosed roller coasters in the world, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be some short ride. I know um, there's a few rides around Disney that are great but can be disappointing because they seem so quick. Seven Dorse Mine Train is one of those. I love it, but every time I get on it, it just seems like it's there and gone so fast, especially when you're used to like a duration of a splash mountain where the ride goes on and on for 15 minutes. I'm not expecting it to be that long. But hopefully there's some length to it, so if you have to wait in the heavy line, at least you're getting to enjoy it for an extra few minutes. It also is supposed to incorporate a reverse launch, so we'll see how Disney does with that. To my knowledge, there's no other Disney coaster that I'm aware of that does a reverse launch, so that'll be cool. The uh, roller coaster over Animal Kingdom that does a reverse role, but it's not actually launching. So this is gonna be significantly different. So I, I this is something to look out for. It'll, it should be on everybody's radar if you're planning on going next year. So everything else that I really wanna get into is over at Disney Springs. Uh, there's a few that I'm really excited to talk about. Um, one of them being the NBA experience that I was finally able to try out the last time I went to Disney. I'd like to tell y'all what I thought about it and give you a review. So we'll look forward to doing that after a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Looking to book your next Disney vacation? Well, let us help you. With all the latest promotions, updates, and info, we're here to help with all of your vacation planning needs. And best of all, our services come at no extra charge. So start your vacation a little early and leave the stress of planning to us. Just email philip at wonderfulworldofmouse.com and a representative will reach out to help start you on your next Disney vacation. And with a bit of extra magic, we will make sure it's one to remember. Time for us to get into Disney Springs. There's a lot going on over here, and on my most recent trip to the World of Disney, I got to try out the NBA experience. This trip was very different for me than most trips, I'll get into that later on my trip report and talk a little bit more about what we were doing when we were there. But just a short story for it so you understand what's going on is I didn't have a ticket to the park, I actually did not go to any of the parks, I just enjoyed the resorts, stayed on property, and checked out a few things that I had never done before. One of those was the NBA experience. Uh, We had some family come and meet us, and me and my girlfriend and her brother and nephew were able to go in and we made a day of this place. I'm going to tell you right now, going into it, I was not expecting to spend so much time there. I thought it was one of those things that you would do and be done in an hour, hour and a half and move on and be back out walking around Disney Springs. Boy, was I wrong. Because not only is there plenty to do, but you can re-enter once you leave as long as it's the same day. So if you get up early and you start your day there and you hang out for two hours... And you decide you want to do some shopping, go shopping, grab some lunch, get a beer, whatever you may want to do. But you can just go back over and go in and keep playing and trying all the stuff they have to offer there. I think, in my personal opinion, it was definitely worth it. Um, If you're anybody who's an NBA fan or has any child or relative or friend that likes basketball, hands down, worth every penny, you got to try it out. I believe it was $35 a person which I thought was a little steep um, but the fact that you can re-enter for the rest of the day I guess makes it worth it. Disney just now started a ticket package where you can actually add a water park and and or NBA experience for an extra $70 on your ticket so that's pretty cool I think it'll definitely help drive some traffic over there I think they might have been having a few issues with getting people to come over and check it out and I think this will help drive traffic and I think once they get more people in there and the word spreads it will start to get busier because it's definitely worth it. Um you walk in and on the bottom floor there's a cool NBA entrance where you feel like you're walking on to the center court and the lights are on you, the hardwood floors down there. It's awesome. Uh, Feel free when you're there to grab an employee and have them snap a picture of you. It's a really cool picture. Along with that, there's trivia. uh, There's dribbling drills. There's dunking dunking competition-ish type goals where you can go practice your dunks and see how high you can get. Those were some of the coolest things I found to be in the place. The goal, you could keep adding inch by inch by inch until you put it so high you couldn't dunk it anymore. I love this. I feel like I wish it would start just a little bit lower. Uh, It it might be too high even for a lot of children, so that kind of takes away from it. So if they could take it down another six inches or so, maybe foot, that would be great. I don't know if they can do that or if it's too late, but... But for anybody else, I'm sure there's a lot of people that had no issues. I think it started at 7 foot, so you could go all the way from 7 to 10, inch by inch by inch. So that was neat. Um, The dribbling drills, those were kind of cool. I was expecting it to be a little more spacious for the dribbling drills, but you're confined to kind of a tiny little cubby. It's still neat, but there's definitely not as much space as I was thinking you'd have to really feel like the freedom to play. After that, there's these slingshot basketballs. This was addicting. We must have played this ten times. You just There's a row of slingshots that have these foam balls, almost like a dodgeball. And they have trackers in them. I blew my mind when the guy was telling me this. They have trackers in them, so when you launch them at goals, they can actually track if they've went in, and it tallies your score. And you slingshot these balls across the room to mounted goals all in a row that are different distances and heights. And it keeps your tally, your score, and at the end of the round, it they announce a winner, which is really cool, especially when you go back every time it shows you your high score so you can try to beat it. You can really be addicted to this. This was fun. Uh, Then there was the actual court. I thought this was cool. I I feel like maybe it could have been done a little better. I was expecting more of like a shoot-around, like a three-point contest type shot style. It was just 15 seconds, and they had numerous spots around the court that would light up, and someone would rebound the ball, and passed you the ball as you moved around to the lighted-up spots on the court. All in all, I believe there was... one, two, five. I think you took five shots, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere between four and five. Uh, But it's very difficult just to get that many shots up before time's out, more or less, running around to these spots. So, I I don't know. Maybe just adding more time is the solution. But they have them back-to-back. You know, there's... The full court, but it can contain two players going at once, one on the left and one on the right. And they move people in pretty quickly, and I guess that's the point of the 15 second shot clock, but I just feel like it, it's a little rushed. Maybe they could work that out a little better. There's also a replay booth where you can sit down and you play a replay judge and pick if it was a penalty or if the ball was out of bounds. I thought this was super cool. I don't know how much it'll interest smaller children, but. It was really neat to check out. Uh, after that, you keep walking around, and they have the old classic arcade-style hoops where you and, you know, six, seven people right next to each other shoot in the caged hoop where the ball comes back down with your 30 seconds or whatever you may have, like any other Dave & Buster's or arcade so those are awesome, there's different types and styles, they're fun to play, along with they have video game systems set up with NBA 2K, which is cool if, you know, you want to keep someone else occupied or feel like you're getting a little more for your money, they can play video games while they're there as well, As along with some smaller little games for some smaller children. There's also a section where you can take a photo as if you got drafted in the NBA draft with Adam Silva, the NBA commissioner, which that's kind of cool. There's the NBA Championship Trophy. You can take a photo with that. Uh, A lot of cool pictures at this place. And if you check out our Facebook, I'm going to be putting up some of the pictures and photos from when I just recently went. So maybe you can get a better idea of what I'm talking about. So make sure you check out the wonderful world of Mouse so you can see for yourself all the cool things that are inside the NBA experience. So when it comes to that, I give it two thumbs up. I love it. There's a few things maybe I would change, but nothing that's a deal breaker right now. So I do advise going. Now, they just opened City Works, which is the restaurant bar that is connected to the NBA experience. Unfortunately, this was still closed. I must have missed the opening by a few weeks, if that. From what I've read and seen, it looks like it's really going to be worth visiting, They have a huge beer selection, so if you're into grabbing a beer while you're out there and craft beer, they have, I think it's over 90 selections. It's quite a bit. Uh, The food looks delicious. They have duck nachos, steak sandwiches, smoked ribs, uh, shrimp, buffalo chicken dip. Uh, Kind of your classic bar foods, but also with a more high-end Disney spin on them. Uh, When I was looking over the menu, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot that I didn't want to (laughs) eat, and I didn't even get deep into the desserts, so it's a very large-scale menu, Uh, a lot of TVs, a lot of sports, but definitely something to check out, it just recently opened a few weeks ago, I've heard nothing but good things about it, so I'm going to check it out on my next trip, and I hope maybe uh, you do the same. Well, that's pretty much all we're going to get into on today's episode. There's a lot more that I would like to, but we're going to save it for our next show. Also, I hope uh, if you haven't got a chance to check out our newest little segment between podcasts called Resort Relaxing, uh, I wish you'd check it out. Just keep checking our podcast, and it'll update with the new one. We just did the Polynesian. um, Upcoming, we have French Quarter, Port Orleans, Art of Animation, and they're just little quick imaginative walkthroughs as if you were going to be there yourself to kind of give you an idea of what you might feel and see when you arrive so check them out um, there about one or two every week and maybe you can learn a little more about a resort and it'll help push you in the direction of making a decision when you're on the fence uh, check out our Facebook uh, like I said wonderful out of mouse we're going to be doing contests we've talked about this before but we're about to start our first one we're going to start giving away uh, little mystery pens, gift cards, coffee mugs. So don't miss out, you know. All, all it requires is some engagement on your part. And you'll be entered for the contest. Uh, be on the lookout for our next episode. Like I said, we're trying to get one out once a week. Uh, if, if not twice a week, that would be great. Uh, and if you have any questions, reach out to us and let us know. And, uh, if you have any topics, let us know. We'd love to discuss them and hear from you. So, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of a Wonderful World of